mine now. You belong to me. Today we are going to play a new fun game. Hello and welcome to the Twin Picks podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Nicole. And this is a movie-based podcast where we talk about two films based on a theme. This time we're talking about multiple films. It's not just two. We've got like <laughs> nine. nine. Films. We've got nine. Are we? Uh, I'm not going to name them now. They're shorts. They're <laughs> short films. Well, if you listened last week, you'll know what they were. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that section later. After that, we're going to pick our theme and our films for the next episode. And this time it's my choice and I've got a choice in mind and we've got our picks ready to go. Mm. The last section is Stitch Up, Back to Me. This time you lost last week, uh, but obviously this time it's, it's Back to Me because there's no way you're ever going to lose two and a bounce. I, had to watch I have Brian lost two and a bounce. What are you not, talking about? Not, not for 500 <laughs> years. <laughs> oh, um, whatever, mate. <laughs> I, I, I had to watch Bride and Prejudice, mate. So you're not my favourite person right now, to be honest with you. I'm so, I can't wait to re- hear your review on this. <laughs> you suck. You suck. But before we get to the last section, we, we sort of talk about anything we want. And uh, I've, got, I've got a few things to say. Nothing major. Maybe we'll just burn through a couple of, couple of pressing items. I mean... I did a bit of moaning last week, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to town on the moaning this week. But I will say that I think I'm starting to get a little bit of cabin fever, mate. I'm starting to oh, get. Tell me about it, dude. Fuck isn't me. It, I mean, I, I've said this I've said this many times before. Right? I'm not the most sociable of creatures. I like my own space. I like to be in my own apartment. Mm. Um, apartment? Fucking hell! You got me Australia, Australian eyes. <laughs> apartment. Your flat. <laughs> yeah, my flat. <laughs> I, I like being in my flat on my own doing my own thing but you know we're coming up on what six months now and uh i'm sort of starting to look out the window and like oh humans and world and I, i'm sort of starting to get a little bit twitchy mate to be honest with you so um i put i put on i went on youtube and i put on a 4k virtual forest and it was just someone traveling through a forest and it was very relaxing it was very nice and very nice soothing music I did get a little bit of anxiety because you know they have those adverts on YouTube. They just pop up, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, I don't know. They seem to be at different frequencies as well. And every now and again, I come across a video where, say, it's now long, but there'll be an advert like every two and a half minutes. And this forest thing was meant to be meant to be relaxing me, but every bloody two and a half, three minutes, I had Martin Scorsese popping up, like, "Oh, like, this is this is how you do directing." <laughs> or Helen Helen Mirren popped up. She's like, "This is how you act." Um, I'm surprised it's not that one with the, they've got that exercise ball in your, in your mouth. Have you seen that ad? No. Oh, exercise ball in your mouth? For exercise in your mouth? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's the funniest thing, dude. You, I think, I wonder if I've got the link for it. It's supposed to like tighten up your, your face and it, oh. it looks so wrong. Oh, your jawline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's your, weird. that's your birthday sorted. What are you talking about? You saying my jawline shit? How no, rude. no, I'm just saying that you've uh, just expressed your interest. <laughs> I took that as a hint. Shiwi, mate, give me a shiwi. Yeah, we've already established that. this. Yeah, shiwi. But yeah, so yeah. It was getting a bit twitchy and decided to put on some landscapey stuff because you know, outside world, trees and life and environment. Um, it just. I, 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 I miss it. <laughs> what can I say? 
but it helped. It helped a bit. It helped a bit. But you go for runs, no? Yeah, I go for runs. I go for runs in my, my hometown. I mean, you get sort of sick of seeing the same old faces every day because it's always the same people that run as well. So like every day <laughs> going out, it's very nice. I mean, I love the camaraderie because you sort of run past each other and you, you're not going to see this because it's a podcast, but you give each other a little wink, you know, as you go past, a little nod, little, yeah. a little like, uh, like a little nod to say, oh, yes, I, yes, I too am a runner. I, I too am running. <laughs> we, are, we are running in opposite directions, but yet in many ways we are the same. Well, it's done. Movie drone. I went on movie drone. That was good. I quite enjoyed that episode. I got in some hot water because when I, I came on, um, Dennis and Mick, what, what they said to me was... Uh, Dennis and Mick? What? They put me on the wall of shame, so I'm not going to use their real names. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn, now I get you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so when I got on to recording, obviously I came on for the American Psycho bit, so I hadn't heard any of the first half of the show or the first part. And uh, they'd sort of said, you know, we've got a little surprise for you, Dan. So I sort of, when the episode came out, I was sitting there waiting with bated breath and listening. What's this surprise then? And yeah, they put me on a fucking wall of shame. So I'll ask them a question. I mean, I, after we've recorded this, I'm going to sit down and come up with something. But I really don't know what I'm going to ask them. I don't know whether I'm going to do something serious or something a bit silly. I was thinking maybe like top five uh, movie goatee beards. I don't know. I'll think of something, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I've got, I haven't got much time to come up with something, to be honest with you. I was, uh, yeah, I was going for a walk last, yesterday I went for a walk with mum and I had my glasses off and then I wasn't taking notice too much of where I was walking and I looked next to me and there was a crow and I absolutely fucking shit myself. <laughs> you know, me, me and birds and chickens and stuff, I'm not, I'm like kind of scared, <laughs> I'm weirdly yeah. scared of them. Was it, was he right though? He didn't attack you or anything, did it? No, no, no. He just like, he just flew away. I guess because, you know, we're all social distancing. Closest thing that has been around me recently. You should report him. Yeah. I assume, I assume I it's a male his, crow. <laughs> I didn't take his license number. Did you get a good, yeah, but you, you could maybe draw him, get like, one of I those. I didn't have my glasses police. on, mate. Oh, of course <laughs> you didn't. Oh, God. It was the perfect crime. You see, your glasses were off, and he was like, "Right, I'm going. I'm going to swoop in now." Yeah, genius, Bastard. world's cleverest yeah. crow. You been watching anything? Oh, have I been watching anything? I've Should I go and make so- cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, put, put the tea, put a tea on. Right. Maybe come back in like twenty minutes. Um, right. I watched a heap of shorts this week. Comedy wise, there was one called "Right Place, Wrong Tim." Yeah, uh, Shabo yeah. Goy. I put it on my Instagram story yesterday. Oh, that one. <laughs> During Shabba, you're not supposed to switch on anything. You're not allowed to touch switches. And by accidentally, this uh, girl's vibrator just goes off. So she goes into the streets to find someone who's non-Jewish to switch it off for her. I, don't, I was laughing too much at this short, I have to say. I must uh, say, there seems to be a little a bit of a running theme with some of your shorts. <laughs> I, I watched a couple of your other ones last week, which 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 we'll get to. Uh, <laughs> some drama shorts, some drama shorts. Um, the last request was quite good. I watched my my short film that I made, Bad Decision. Yeah, Remember, we watched that together. How oh, embarrassing! I, I, I listen. I I think I may have been in my the top five most drunk that I've ever been, but I do remember watching <laughs> that short film. 
Um, yeah, so I watched my short. I watched another short called Lily Meets Charlie. And then I watched a few romances, which were quite funny. And oh. I would recommend them to you. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not those type of romances. They're like crazy stupid love yeah. on par with that. I always yeah. forget about it. Well, that's the one romantic comedy that I can stomach. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were Reception, Garfield, Long Branch, Offline Dating. And that's all my romantic ones. And I watched your horror one that you recommended last week. Did you? <laughs> Absolutely scared the shit out of myself. What I've done with all of our shorts, I've made a blog post on my website. For anyone that's listening in, if you want to see where, what shorts we've watched, I've put all the links on there. So make life easier for everyone. I'll um I'll put the links on my on my Instagram next week as well. Um and I I clicked I was like oh yeah I'll watch one of the your shorts, and I just fast forwarded to the part where he just jumps behind her in the room and I shit myself completely. <laughs> Good. Well, I guess what well, that's what they intended. <laughs> oh, it was good though. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I it's really it. simple. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I watch so many more shorts, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say all of them. Movie wise, I watched Swallow. Let's just move on. It's not. It's on. nothing. What, <laughs> it's not what you're thinking. Fifty Two Tuesdays, which is an Aussie film, that was not too bad. Um. And because the mo- one of our shorts this week, we're watching Skin, uh, Guy Nat- Nativ actually created a movie-length version, but it's com- the storyline is completely different. I watched uh, an old favourite of mine. I remember seeing it in the pictures with my dad, and we, we, we quite enjoyed it, Waterworld. It's not the greatest film, mm. but it's different. There's nothing else quite like it. And, and you know... It, it, it's obviously it was obviously a bastard to make and it's got some it's got some good action scenes in there some of it hasn't aged very well i must admit um but it's kind of fun and there's this one scene in it where a dude talks about paper and he's like, paper paper but out of context that just sounds like i'm a crazy person so we'll probably cut that bit out and then i watched the film <laughs> called and then i watched a film called vfw which was a recommendation to me and it was an action film on netflix i think it had stephen lang in it and it had a few sort of like older older actors like william sadler and martin cove who was john crease from the karate kid and it's like a stuck mm. in a place action film so they're just stuck yeah. there and then i've got to fight their way out sort of thing so it's pretty basic stuff but super violent um limbs were coming off and machetes were going in heads uh, it was the perfect saturday night film and that's it feature wise i watched a couple of shorts after that um two of yours actually obviously mm-hmm. i watched the ones for the podcast but i watched a couple of your yep. honor- honorable mentions from last week guess which ones i watched <laughs> <laughs> i wonder <laughs> i wonder which ones i guess stuck would have been one of them marthy learned something new yeah, yeah. That, i watched both of those and uh, I, I watched it you know, i watched marcy learn something new first mm-hmm. which was all right i, I it's not, yeah. It was kind of amusing <laughs> at the end. You know, it was kind of like, oh, all right. It, it was okay. Um, but I really liked Stuck. I thought Stuck was, was really good. And it, that was, I mean, it, it started to get a little bit cheesy towards the end. The premise of it is quite amusing. And, and they were very good. The two people in it were very good. So I quite, I quite, mm. enjoyed, that. I quite enjoyed that one. I thought that was quite good. That's everything that I've seen, mate. Shall we move on to the next section, the main part of the show? Yes. Which is section two, 
it's the shorts bit. It's not a short bit, <laughs> but it's going to be a bit about shorts. Uh, for a short film to be considered a short, it cannot be any longer than 40 minutes. That's including credits as well. So after, if, it's, if a film's 41 minutes, then it's technically classed as a feature? Apparently so. Short films are occasionally first stage for a new filmmaker. Though pro actors and crew choose to create short films as an alternative form of expression, they also create them to like create a plot to potential feature film as well. A bit of history behind shorts. So all short, uh, all films in the beginning of cinema were shorts, and they were maximum one minute, nothing longer. It was. Not until like the 1910s that shorts became at least 10 minutes long. Wow. Yeah. In the 1930s, um, films were distributed a little bit differently in many countries. Instead of cinema owners assembling a program together, the studios would sell them packages and um, what would... It would be like usually a feature with a short or or just mainly features in general. And then short films started to decline in that stage. And like I guess the most recent nowadays short films like like Pixar, for example, when they used to put a short with the with their feature. Do they still do that? The last Pixar film I saw at the cinema was probably Toy Story Three ten years ago. Mm. So I don't know. That's about it for short films. Awesome. Well, thanks for that, mate. So should we, should we get talking to our, our choices from last week then? All, all nine of them. Yeah. I guess, I guess maybe we should just, because nobody knows what they are yet, do they? We should probably tell the listener what ones we've got. So my list was The Third Kind, Acid, Skin, and Rebooted. And my picks were Batman Dead End, Batman versus Terminator, Marvel Zombies versus Army in Darkness, and Ash versus Lobo and the DC Dead, and the Death and Return of Superman. Right. Mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Right. Um, okay, well, should, should we start with, should we start, as this is your topic, mate, should we start with your, your list? What do you want to start with? Which one? Let's start with Third Kind. So the third kind is about these three archaeologists that, um, so everyone on Earth has moved away from Earth um, and these three archaeologists come back to Earth just, you know, just to do a bit of research. Um, So they come to this uh, camp, different camps within this airport. Yeah. And they come across a, a person at the end called Nuri and they're Nuri. like oh you know why are you here why are you here kind of thing and that's that's pretty much the premise of that f- short what did you think of it well this this one was 32 minutes long this short um and I, I think the, the one thing that I will say is that I thought it dragged um the mm. first maybe 15 minutes I was sort of wondering where it was going and what was going to happen and I think that they could have cut quite a lot of that down. But I did. it was a nice build-up to what they were going for or what the ending was. Yeah. I just feel that it could have been a lot shorter. The intention behind it was great. And I, I knew nothing about, obviously, I don't know if, you, I guess you're going to be talking about this, but I knew nothing about the setup 
of no. um, the location, shall we say. Yeah. So what was all that about, mate? So that was an actual uh, refugee camp mm. in in Greece, in Athens, at, at their old airport. Mm. So all the all the props and uh, set dressing that is featured in this show, it was actually there. And um, the director came up with this idea and they had to quickly shoot this short because it was about to be demolished. They shot it over 11 days in the Greece summertime. Yeah. This director, he, I guess I watched another short of his called The Eighth Continent, which also was refugee-based. It was like all of these um, life jackets put in this crater somewhere in Greece, yeah. but it was, it was like a silent short. Um, so he must have some, some passion behind this topic, I guess. I think he wants to create a movie lens version of this as well. Yeah, so I, I, I'd quite like to see a full, full version of this. I think, they, I think they could do something interesting with it, definitely. Okay, so that was, that was third kind. The next one, let's go with acid. Acid! 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 <laughs> Just going to constantly say that. Yeah, that's a new catchphrase. <laughs> um... The short is about whenever it rains, it is acid rain. Mm. Um, and everyone's just trying to get shelter before it rains. Because if you yeah. rains on you, you, it burns you and kills you. You'd be fucked. So, oh, you're, you're dead. Oh, you're, you're going so down. Dead. <laughs> you're going downtown. <laughs> into the <laughs> ground. Taking you down to Chinatown. Acid. <laughs> acid. Um... I really like the first scene of this this yeah, short. Me too. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Really well done. I'm surprised that you picked it because it was quite gruesome. Well, what does that mean? Oh, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not a softie. I'm not saying you're <laughs> a so- soft- I'm not accusing you of being soft, mate. I'm just accusing you of, of not being a massive fan of gore, which I think is fair to say, uh. particularly after our Brain Dead review last week when we were talking. I mean, that is slightly more extreme. We were talking about pus going in. Yeah. Custody, I guess. <laughs> oh God. Let's but I was not just talking about that. I guess what I'm trying to say is I was pleasantly surprised when I was, that first scene came on. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. I really liked the way that they that first scene set the um it told you what the danger was obviously the acid acid rain mm-hmm. yes. um, <laughs> but then it then it cut to a family didn't it um and they were yes. basically trying to get away or get to safety there was a young boy and a mother and a father mm-hmm. and what i was saying about that first scene is it set the tone and it i think it it set a level of tension that they managed to keep up throughout the short. This one was about 20 minutes long, I think. I haven't written anything down, but off the top of my head, I think it was about 15, 20 minutes. Something like that. 15, Um, 20. Yeah. But as soon as we were introduced to the family, they're running. The kid's got a motorcycle helmet on. You know what they're running away from. You know they're running from the acid rain. They're trying to get into this underground bunker and they can't get in. But I thought it was great. I I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was... Uh, relentless for me is is my word for this film it just kept up that tension and it just kept it up the whole way through i thought it was great brilliant um next one let's let's skip let's leave skin for last let's talk about rebooted so this was the animation short film that i came 
across. So it's about this um, this character, Phil, who was a skeleton and he used to be pretty, uh, he was quite popular back in the day in the 60s and now it's, it's the present day and uh, he's struggling to find work. And you just see just the process of not, not only his character because they use animation as well there's like 2d animation there's like cgi characters as well but it was very meta this one i i enjoyed how meta it was about it it's sort of commenting on the industry and like you say different um special effects and the different eras and kind of it, it touched on what the effects kind of are now as well and it but it did it with like a it was comedy wasn't it it was quite funny I, yeah and um was there any dialogue in this no, this was a silent film. It was, wasn't it? was it? just all just like, um, I guess, emotions. Yeah. Just like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. And um, did you see any behind the scenes stuff on this? No. Oh, dude. Yeah, I saw the behind the scenes of how they created this short. Um, Screen Australia gave uh, the director some funding. So it was like... Awesome. And they shot it at Dockland Studios, which I've worked at before. And I, where I studied was at Docklands. So it was kind of cool. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I recognise these buildings and, yeah. and all of this. Um, so it took, it took them six months just to do the stop motion bit and how they shot it. So they shot, they obviously did the video uh, first. And then there was a um, vis- visual effects guy that did like all the measurements of like where the lighting was and measurements of all the rooms and then they brought those measurements in for the anim- uh, stop motion guy and they had to make a mini version of yeah. that it was really cool to see how he made that i really there was one bit in it i really liked i liked all just the um when he was at the start he's going to his auditions and he's getting rejected and you know it goes through his day and it's smash cutting from waking up to on the traveling on the transport and going to the auditions and stuff i really liked all of that stuff i thought it was very creative very inventive um yeah enjoyable little film and there was a t1000 in it as well so a little terminator reference in there which always goes down well, <laughs> well with me mate and the last one is skin which uh, i it was a bit impossible for me to get this short because the only place i could get it was on apple i had to buy it but that's that's uh, that's fine it was on um, amazon here yeah Did, mm. for free or you could yeah it was you had free, to buy yeah. it no, it's free. <gasps> Included okay. with your my Prime membership. Oh. Aussies are always behind, as I've said numerous of times. We only got the internet last year, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm still on dial-up. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, backstory on this short. So, it's... White Supremacist uh, family. So a couple and a young boy, uh, his name is Troy. And, yeah, they're just reg- redneck family. And, you know, he's out with his mates, you know, shooting shooting uh, cans and all that. And then they head to the supermarket at the end of the day and they're going through the checkout. And Troy... Uh, across from him is this black man and he's got this little figurine in his hand and he's just like playing around and, you know, trying to make him laugh kind of thing. And Troy's enjoying it. And then his dad turns around and says, Oh, are you, what are you doing to my kid? He's like, Oh, you know, just playing with the toy. 
Anyway, he walks out and then next minute they all just jump on onto him and they're kicking off. Um, Troy and his dad, you know, go for a little drive. Um, and then on his way back home, uh, it's blocked. His road is blocked off by a car. He's like, oh, one sec. So he's, his dad goes out and then uh, gets kidnapped by this gang and they drive off and, you know, he's unconscious. And then uh, when he gets dropped off, dropped off again to his house uh, a little while later, he's been tattooed completely black. And um, his partner is, you know, hearing things in the back and uh, he walks in and she, and he's trying to tell her, he's like, oh, you know, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then it ends with Troy using a gun and killing his dad. Yeah. And it just ends like that. I really like the setup. Like when I say at the start of it, I didn't really know where it was going, but I, I found that to be completely necessary to the end of the story because what they were showing was mm-hmm. essentially the first 10 minutes was essentially they were showing the indoctrin- indoctrination of this child of, of Troy, you know, all of his, his friends and his family, they're all white supremacists and they're all racist as fuck. And, yeah. um, but it shows that indoctrination. It doesn't shy away from that. It's like, look, this is how things, you know, this is how people's views are formed. It's their environment. So I like the way that they showed that. And then particularly at the end when, when the boy shoots him, I just thought, yeah, that was, that was a really well-told story, I think. And I've never seen anything like it before. And I'll never forget it. I, I think it did exactly what it needed to do personally. Shall we move on to your films? Yeah, no, let's move on to mine then, shall we? So <laughs> all of mine were superhero picks. I think we explained in great detail last week about my reasonings behind it, so I won't go into that. But uh, yeah. the first the first one I picked was Batman Dead End. And uh, that was written and directed by Sandy Collera. And it's, I mean, it starts off and it's Batman that's, um, we see Batman suiting up and he's in his grey spandex. And what, what we learn is that the Joker has escaped. Batman hunts him down mm-hmm. to an alleyway. They're having this little conversation, a typical Joker-Batman conversation. You wear a mask. No, you wear a mask. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Joker gets picked off by an alien out of nowhere just gets picked up and then alien and Batman have a little bit of a scramble and then the predators come into it and then Batman has a bit of a fight with a predator what I really enjoy about this one it's only a short one it's um this one was about six minutes minutes. was it eight minutes was it eight minutes all right yeah eight eight minutes long what I really liked about it is the theme was kind of the Batman. It was stealing elements of the Danny Elfman theme from 89 Batman. When the aliens were introduced, it took on the James Horner score from aliens. And then when the predators came in, um, it had the Alan Silvestri score and that's how it ended with the Alan Silvestri stuff. So three of the most, for me, iconic uh, movie themes scores that, I, that, that have been made in my opinion. And it just, you mm-hmm. fuse them all really well. Uh, that's probably the main reason why I enjoy this. I mean, aside from seeing Batman square up to a predator, which is something I've always wanted to see. Yeah, it's the music in this that really makes it for me, mate. I, I, I enjoy watching this one. It's, uh, it, it, it's a nice, easy little watch for me, mate. What did you, what did you think of this one? I don't know. I, I'm not saying that I don't watch. I, I don't watch a lot of Marvel or, oh no, this is more DC. Well, it's DC, it? but we're, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Nicole. Yeah, right. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, yeah, it was it wasn't too bad. 
It's a bit of fun. It wasn't too bad. I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, it was short and simple. I think that's probably the, the, the running thing with all of my picks is they're a bit of fun. Which, to be honest, I, I probably, I, I probably need it after watching a couple of yours, mate. They're pretty... <laughs> Needed a bit of light relief. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So my next one was Batman versus Terminator. And this is a six uh-huh. minute short written and directed by Captain McKay. So this is a stop motion. The, the, the opening titles are very much an homage to Terminator 1, where you've got the sort of the Terminator title um, scrolling past the screen and slowly it's, it's sort of zooming out to reveal the title. That's nicked directly from Terminator 1. They use the Tumblr. And yeah, Batman basically has to infiltrate Cyberdyne systems. And as uh, he infiltrates the, the lab and he's got to destroy um, Skynet, Cyberdyne, basically. And he's, he's just having a bit of a fight with a Terminator. That's all it is, really. There's, a, there's about a, a four-minute sequence where they're having a fist fight, Batman and the Terminator. And I, I enjoy it. I think that fist fight goes on for a bit too long, to be honest with you. Um, but it's all right. What did you think? This is, I mean, this one I mentioned before, this is stop motion. What did you think of the stop, stop motion, motion in this? It's not too bad. I, I saw a few of his other stop motions and, uh, yeah, because Captain, is it Captain McKay? He's, yeah, he's I think that's McKay. how you pronounce it, yeah. Yeah, he does, uh, his YouTube channel is a lot of uh, either Marvel characters or I think more, most of his recent stuff is more wrestling characters. Right. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Is it related to the films in general? I have, it's been a, w- well, a yeah. long time since I've seen Terminator. I need to rewatch them. I think. It's a yeah. I, I agree with you, but it's it's basically yeah. It's it's a lot of film references. I mentioned the Tumblr from The Dark Knight. Um, I mentioned the, the Bradford L score from Terminator. They had a, a, a the the Terminator that was in the lab. That was a likeness of Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was a lot of there was a lot of references in there. Right. So my next one was uh, where I picked two shorts, but we're counting them as one because one's a sequel mm. to the other. So the, the first one was Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness. And this was nine minutes long. It was directed by, written and directed by Brian K. Rosenthal. Another writer was Eli David. I love saying Rosenthal for some reason. Rosenthal is a very satisfying word to say, I think. Just because of the TH. Anyway, I like Rosenthal. I'm going to say it one more time, Rosenthal. Um. I really liked the opening of this. It's very Dark Knight-esque. I don't know if you've seen that recently, but the opening sort of scene in Dark Knight has got sort of swooping shots of the city with the, the, uh, the, yeah. the string music. Uh, so I really enjoyed that sort of fanboying, fanboying out on that part. And then it cuts to, we see Peter Parker with Gwen Stacy. And she finds out that he's Spider-Man. He gets bitten by a zombie Wolverine who regenerates... <laughs> And then Spider-Man <laughs> becomes a zombie and then Ash comes into it from Evil Dead. And uh, have you seen the Evil Dead films? No. I, I need to watch. I oh know. I've got like massive horror gore hole in my movie section. What is it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I did, the only reason I mention it is because the guy that plays Ash in this was, was pretty spot on as Ash. Like that's pretty much the, evil, the Ash from the Evil Dead series. But yeah, there was a lot of jokes in this that were referencing Army of Darkness, particularly the second part of this. Again, it was basically just to appease the fans. So there was a part in it where Ash is fighting with Wolverine and 
she throws the Iron Man glove and he jumps up and he catches, catches the Iron Man glove. And, and in, in the Evil Dead films, that's a chainsaw, which is why he kept getting a chainsaw. Oh, so it's quite right. good that they changed it up for, and they made it the Iron Man glove and they put the ACDC track on in the background as well <laughs> um, it's just a bit of fun I quite enjoyed these two shorts together did you? I'll admit yeah Gwen's character annoyed me a little bit the first time round but the second time round yeah. not so much I think I think they did a bit of disservice to that character in the first one to be honest with you like, when it got yeah. to the end she was like cowering around it because she started off like quite a strong character and then by the end of it, mm. she was, for some reason, she was hugging Ash's legs. I was like, what's this about? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. But in, this, in the next one, they kind of rectified that a little bit. I didn't love where they went with the next one at the end, but they did, I think they did a little bit better with that, with that character. So the second part was Ash versus Lobo in the DC Dead. So the first one is, is about the Marvel zombies. The second one, they get transported. And they, they use the plot device from the Evil Dead series where they go through a portal. And in the films, they tra- he sort of travels through time. But in this one, he's gone to the DC universe. And um, so there's a couple of heroes in this. So you've got Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Lobo, and Batman getting his face ripped off, which is, is, is quite entertaining <laughs> to watch. Um, mm. But again, this was directed by Brian K. Rosenthal. And as we say, yeah, they go in through into the, the DC universe and they land in, a, in an alleyway. Oh, God, why do they always have a sound effect of a cat when they're sort of... That seems to be the comedy sound effect to go to, like when someone falls down, it's, you always get a... Meow. I don't know why, it's always a cat. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. I'll notice that more now that you've said that. But yeah, again, it's just a bit of fun. Um, the fighting between Ash and Lobo was quite funny, particularly where Ash picks up the car door and he's sort of smashing Lobo with it. And then yes. it does up oh the window. <laughs> <laughs> they had the, uh, what I was saying is they referenced Army of Darkness jokes. So when um, the Green Lantern was talking about his oath and Ash was going, oh yeah, blackest day, darkest night, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is a joke directly from Army of Darkness when he's supposed to be repeating these, these words. But yeah, so it, Green Lantern dies and the magic ring, um, Ash tries to nick it, but it turns out that, that, that Gwen, Gwen was yeah. the one with, that, that got chosen and she turns into the yeah. Green Lantern, which was, which was great. And then I was sort of expecting or hoping for, and I sort of, I sort of get why they didn't do it because Green Lantern is a very special effects heavy character. Like if you were to make a feature film of it, and they did try with Ryan Reynolds, but we won't talk about that. I spoke about that in a stitch up once. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You, got, you do get stitched up. Thank God yeah. I don't have to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's not, I mean, it's not terrible in terms of stitch-up films, terrible, but it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty painful. It's not the best. No, it's not the best. But um, I, I really liked that they went down the, the Gwen Stacy um, Green Lantern route, but I was disappointed that we didn't get to see more of that. But what I was saying is I kind of understand why, because you, you, there's a lot of special effects that would be necessary to, to, to do that part I guess uh, maybe they just ran out of money so what they did in the end is they just cut to a strip club but yeah so that was that was my two I've got one more left to go yeah go which on. was the, the death and return of Superman uh, spoilers I think this was my least favourite one out of out of all of our shorts uh, I found this fucking annoying actually to be honest, to be honest with yeah. you I found it bloody I irritating but it's, it's a seventeen minute it's a seventeen minute short and it was directed and written by Max Landis, 
And there's a mm-hmm. bit of a sort of cynical poke at that, that Superman run, the death and return of Superman. It's told in two parts, the first part being the death, the second part being the return. And it's just basically Max Landis sitting there telling everyone what he does and doesn't like, or mm. mostly what he doesn't like about the comic. And I found it a bit fucking annoying because it was just him saying all of his opinions. God forbid someone yeah. should just say all their opinions on a, on a piece of uh, media, mate. Well, I don't know why anyone would find that interesting. Um, Apparently it, it went, originally went for 45 minutes. No way, did it? Yeah. No way could I have sat through that. Um, <laughs> I mean, there, was, there were some celebrity appearances in this. You, you mentioned Elijah Wood. There was an appearance by Simon Pegg. Also, Ron Howard was at the end as well. Um, I guess more. That's not, she was the chick that played. Uh, she was like the reporter slash Superman's um, girlfriend. Is she a celebrity? Is she? A, yeah, yeah. She's a. She was in um, a walk to remember. That, but that's romantic. Never that heard of it. Stitch up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What did mm. you think? What did you think? What, what annoys you about this one then? Just he's fucking just ranting on about yeah. yeah, the first time I watched I mean the second time I watched it it didn't bother me as much, but like the first time I watched it, it was like Oh, this is okay, get to the point. Yeah. And then yeah, there was the the funny bits, you know, with you know, Elijah Wood and then also like the fighting scenes and all that kind of stuff. Oh. Like they were pretty comical, but yeah, just his just him ranting did my absolute head in. Yeah. If they if they could have done it without his commentary, might have been a lot better. I wonder how they would have done it though. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't enjoy this one. <laughs> Got nothing much else to say about this one, mate. To be honest, I thought it was a bit crap. Toilet. Tw- it was toilet. <laughs> so we've uh, so we've run down all of our shorts now. Um, I don't know about you. Yeah. I've I've ranked yours and I've ranked mine. Okay, this is what I'm going to do then. So I'm going to go through yours and I'm going to tell you my least favourite. That's my favourite. My, okay. my, my least favourite of yours in fourth spot was the third kind. My third favourite was Rebooted. Um, mm-hmm. Really enjoyed really enjoyed the animation in this and some of the sound effects. But the other two of yours I really liked. So I really liked Acid, which is in my second spot. Um, for the tension and the things that I mentioned earlier, my favourite was Skin. I thought Skin was, because it was just so creative and so inventive. I've never seen anything like it. And when I thought it was going one way, it went somewhere completely different. And all of that stuff at the start just paid off for me massively at the end. So Skin mm-hmm. was, was my favourite one of yours. Great. I would almost be the same as yours, but I would swap Rebooted and Acid around. So okay. third kind, fourth, Acid, third, uh, Rebooted, second, and Skin. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to I'm going to rank my ones now. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that my least favourite of mine was in a, in fifth spot was the death and return of Superman. It was pretty hard to get through, to be honest. In fourth spot is Ash versus Lobo. Um, I think huh. it went on a little bit too long, and that ending just ruined it for me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. In third spot is Batman v Terminator. Uh, in second spot is Batman Dead End, and the first spot is Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness. I do enjoy watching that, and I do watch it quite, or have watched it quite a few times. And Batman in second spot because of that score, and I think that's something I'm going to be able to just watch over and over again. It's quite easy to digest. 
So Death and Return of Superman, also number five. Uh, Batman v Terminator, I put that for number four. Uh, Batman Dead End is number three. Mm. Ash and Lobo for number two. And Marvel Zombies for number one. Brilliant. Good choice, mate. Really enjoyed this one. Um, Shall we move on to... The second part of section two then where we've got to pick our theme yeah. for next week and we're kind of back to tradition next week a traditional old twin picks topic um it was my pick and we were talking about a few weeks ago about doing aussie v brits um so i've got three british films um shall i give you my picks as it's my as it's my theme the rule is that the the chooser goes first don't they yes okay my first pick, Love, Honour and Obey. My second pick is 24-Hour Party People. And my third pick, 1917. The reason I chose 1917, right, is that I've got some honourable mentions, which I'll go through afterwards. But I had one, yeah. and then I suddenly, it suddenly occurred to me about 1917. I love this film. I saw it with you guys, and then I saw it again, because um, I loved it that much. And then my mum bought me the Blu-ray for my birthday and I've not watched it yet. So Aww, it's, all, it's been my intention her. to get the, uh, to get my surround sound up and running and put that on. So that's why it's on my list. So what have, what have you got, mate? I try to choose different, different genres for my films. So, okay. So number one is Two Hands. Number two is Snowtown. And number three is The Dressmaker. All right. So to recap then, I've chosen Love, Honour and Obey. 24-hour party people and 1917 you have chosen two hands snowtown and the dressmaker i've never heard of any of yours so i'm just going to knock them out i'm going to gamble i'm just going to knock one out without knowing anything about it okay that's part of the fun (laughs) um i want to knock out the dressmaker Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> you would have why. knocked it out anyway. No, listen. Do you it's want, a romance, I'm, mate. Is it? Is it a romance? <laughs> yeah. um, for once, my gut feeling fucking serves me well. <laughs> yes. It's really good, though. It's a really good... Um, it's one of those movies that... You know how last week we were talking about American Psycho and then it plays with your head a little bit. This movie yeah. does that. Throughout the film, you're just like, you think it's going one way and then it goes the next way. It's really good. Uh, Kate Winslet's in it and Liam Hemsworth. Well, it's gone now. And uh, I'll I'll probably watch it in 10,000 years when I get around to it. (laughs) Stitch up. No, it's too good for stitch up. Right. What are you going to knock out of mine, Uh, mate? I'm going to get rid of Love, Honour and Obey. Uh, Is that a bad decision? (laughs) Love, Honour and Obey is a very silly film. It's a very silly film about gangsters. I think I might have put it on a list for you guys to watch, actually, last you year. You did. I, have, I still haven't watched it. <laughs> Listen, it's, it ain't going to change your life. It's, it's a bit silly. Uh, it's got Ray Winston in it. It's about gangsters. Johnny Lee Miller, Jude Law, uh, Sadie Frost. Uh, to recap, what we've got left now is, in my list, 24-Hour Party People and 1917. In yours, remains, is Two Hands and Snowtown. So... 24-hour party, people. Uh, directed by Michael Winterbottom, as I said earlier. Came out in 2002. I own this on, on DVD. I, it's, it's a great film. It's one of my favourite British films. I haven't seen it for a long time. It's almost two hours long, 117 minutes. 
the synopsis is very short and sweet. There's a tagline on Letterbox, and it says, share the ecstasy. The synopsis is, in 1976, Tony Wilson sets up Factory Records and brings Manchester's music to the world. So, it, yeah, I was right. So it starts in the 70s then. And basically what it is, is Tony Wilson was like a news reporter guy, but he was very much plugged into the, the music scene of the mid to late 70s. And he kind of worked with uh, the likes of Joy Division, who later on became New Order. And it's got a lot of that 80s music in it. Joy Division have, have made my favourite ever 80s song which is love will tear us apart and that's how i discovered this song that song is through this film and it's about that manchester music scene there's a there's a club in in manchester in the in the 80s called the hacienda and it's very much about the rise and i can't remember if it covers the fall of it but it's very much about the rise of the hacienda and that music movement but it's yeah it's a good good drama about that period in the music industry um and it's funny steve coogan 1917 um this is we don't often do recent films on uh, on on our picks but uh, i picked this one because it was it was my my i mean if it did come out this year it might still be my favorite of this year that i've seen in cinema or just in general i think in general uh, but mind you there's not a lot come out really has there mm. um it's about two soldiers that are traveling from point a to point b and it's, I guess the, the, the main point of this film is it's a single take and it just follows these two guys as they're moving through um, the war zone. It's just about their journey and it's very much about the technique in this. I always say that music for me is a big thing in a film and I fucking love the score of this the film. The score on this is phenomenal. One of the main means I like it and all the technical stuff with a single take proper nerding out stuff i love i love it and it's Ro- roger deakins on on cinematography duty and i mean you can't go wrong with a, a deakins film can you and sam mendes obviously directing so i mean it's just yeah. a combination of so much talent and, and i just watch it and just it kind of blows me away to be honest and they're my picks tell me about yours cool. mate two hands uh directed by gregor jordan uh it was shot uh it came out in 1999 And the synopsis is a 19-year-old finds himself in debt to a local gangster when some gang loot disappears and sets him on a run for thugs. Meanwhile, two street kids start a shopping spree when they find the missing money. It's one of Heath Ledger's first films. Oh, Heath Ledger. Uh, Yeah. And when did you say? 1999? 1999. Well, I can't remember when um, 10 Things I Hate, you, uh, Hate About You came out, but it's around about that same sort of time, I guess. But I guess this was probably before that. Yeah, I feel like it would be early early 2000s. Yeah. You. That's a good film. Did you like that? It's all right. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I don't, I don't mind romantic. it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't love it. It's all right. I think it's probably because Heath Ledger. Uh, yeah. And... And Gordon Levitt. All right, so two hands then. Teenager, debt, gangsters, Heath Ledger, 1999. Yeah. Why did you choose this one? It's just like Aussie classic. It's one of those Aussie classics, I have to say. And it comes on Aussie TV every year. That's why I, I, I chose this film. Okay. Snowtown, uh, directed by Justin Kurzel. Hopefully I said that right. It came out 2011. 
And the tagline is Australia's most infamous crime story. And the synopsis is based on true stories. A 16-year-old Jamie falls in with his mother's new boyfriend and his crowd, a relationship that leads to a spree of torture and murder. Do you have any questions about my my films? I don't. I, I know where I'm going with yours, mate. I know which one I'm choosing. Okay. Um, you can go first then. One thing I'll say is that there's a lot, seems to be a lot of crime themes in Australian films, isn't there? And that's the thing, like, that's why I... I'll, I'll talk about my honourable mentions mm. in a sec, but right. it's like a few of them that I could have chosen said a dressmaker, a lot, a lot of crime-based ones, and I was just like, yeah. no, I can't, I can't do all of them that way. That's why I went dressmaker. All right, you didn't cool. like that. No. Well, romance. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I, I think you probably know which way I'm going to go. I'm going to knock out Snowtown because I want to oh, see he good. I want to see Heath Ledger's first film, mate. Yes. I'm I want to watch so Two happy. Hands. We're going to leave in Two Hands and I'm knocking out Snowtown. 24-hour party people or 1917. What do you fancy this week, mate? Maybe because, you know, you know me, I always want to learn about a different film and I've watched 1917. It's brilliant. I love It's such a good movie. Could watch it over and over again, but I'm going to knock it out and go 20 our party people 24 hour party people awesome so sweet brits versus aussies next episode we're going to be doing 24 hour party people versus two hands and it's going to be a fight to the death (laughs) you're going to be throwing capsicums at me i'm going to be throwing uh, crisps at you (laughs) aubergines all machines and eggplants. It's the same thing, mate. Is it? <laughs> Probably, oh, that's why I didn't get yeah. that joke. <laughs> we, we call we call uh, we call eggplants. We call aubergines eggplants here. <laughs> Noted. I learned so much about Australian culture. It's the beauty of this podcast, mate. It's great. All right, I've got a few honourable mentions. Have you got any? I oh, am. Yeah. I forgot about that bit. Oh, shall I do mine? <laughs> yes, do yours first. Please. Right, so I've got I've got a few. So I said earlier that before I picked 1917, I had another one in its spot. Monty mm-hmm. Python and the Holy Grail. That was going to be my original oh. third pick. And I, I probably watch this once a year. I love it. It's one of my favourites. I think it's fucking hilarious. So my next pick was Super Bob, and that was written and stars a gentleman, what is called Brett Goldstein, and he has a movie podcast. Actually, I'd recommend listening to that one. Uh, yeah. It's quite quite a good listen. Um, next one, bit obvious, but because was considering picking this, Shaun of the Dead. It's one of my all time favourites. Have you seen this? No. For fuck's sake! <laughs> you got, you got some let's work. Let's do it. To- let's do it. Let's do a horror double bill soon. I'll find a way to get it on. Maybe Simon Pegg or something. Um, My next one was Four Lions, which is a comedy about terrorists. Next one was In the Loop, which is based on a British TV show called The Thick of It. And it's kind of a mockumentary about British politics and uh, taking the piss out of it, basically. And that's, uh, that was, that's an Armando Iannucci thing. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. So I've got three more to go. I've got 28 Days Later, which obviously is a Danny Boyle film. 
do enjoy me some 28 days later it might, might come up in another episode at some point so we'll that zombie it's zombie it's no. zombie my next pick is sexy beast which is a british gangster crime film which stars ray winston and ben kingsley and it's great it's great uh, if you're gonna if you don't fancy watching it I would say go on YouTube and just type in Sexy Beast Ben Kingsley. Sexy Beast Don Logan. Watch his scenes and then see if you want to watch the rest of it. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My last pick, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, I would say this is one of the films that probably got me into films in a big way. I mean, I was already quite obsessed with films when I was younger, but when I saw this... Uh, my mates and I, we picked up our video camera and we started to recreate scenes from, from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, which, incidentally, you're never going to see them. I still own them, but you're never going to see them because it's horrendous. Is this, the, is this your shorts that you've done on VHS? I've, no, well, no, that's different. I've got another short, which, uh, which I made at, at college, but this is one that we just made, me and my mates just made for fun. It's pretty bad. But Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, that was my last honourable mention. What have you got? I've got a few. Uh, December Boys was uh, one of them. Bally Ball was another one. Lentana, Ned Kelly, which we kind of briefly spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Samson and Delilah, uh, Indigenous film, as well as Walkabout. Apparently that's quite good, Indigenous as well. The Mule was my last pick but we also we spoke about the mule when i was guest on your show back in episode 15 and uh i didn't want to choose films that we've chosen in the past so that's why i didn't choose it fair enough i think on that one we had what did we have um wolf creek mule um animal kingdom which a big fan of animal kingdom um not so much wolf creek i I wasn't a fan of that one (laughs) I think the Wall Creek 2 is a lot better. I haven't seen the first one, but yeah. the second one is, I've seen it and it's not that bad. Oh, well, I'll bear it's, that in it's mind. It's quite gory. And they were my honourable mentions. Awesome. Okay. So for the next episode then, British v Oz, 24-hour party people versus two hands. And I'm saying versus because it is versus. It's a versus episode. There's going to be a bit of conflict and maybe some, uh, I don't know, we'll do a virtual arm wrestle or something. We'll think of something. <laughs> Tillywinks. We'll have a Tillywinks showdown. <laughs> Tillywinks? What's that? Tilly, what do you mean, what's that? Tillywinks. You know, when you've got the little plastic counter and you, you, you press it down with another counter and it, you flip it so it goes... It, you've never played Tillywinks? No. Oh. <laughs> it's, what, it's what I used to play before Marbles came out. Okay. Oh, Marbles. Did you have Pogs? what pogs are you familiar with pogs no i know what marbles are do you know do you know what i've just had an idea you know we when we pick our um topics we pick our themes and we, we've been doing a little intro about it i'm yeah. gonna do i think i'm gonna talk about english kids games like pogs all right marble, marbles. i don't know why i just had that thought am i am i talking about aussie stuff well, you can if you want mate i'm just gonna tell you about my, all my <laughs> it's your topic. culture I'm just trying to delay moving on to the next section. That's all it is. Uh, all right, let's do it then. On. So, section three, 
section yeah. three is stitch up and i lost the poll last time and i had mm. to watch bride and prejudice which is a film which is a great what... film no it's not spoilers right so bride and prejudice so i'm going to read you the synopsis here right so Five sisters in the 19th century England must cope with pressures to marry while protecting themselves from a growing population of zombies. Get out. What? Hold on a second. What did you watch? Yes, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I've I've got Pride and Prejudice and Zombies here. No. Was I meant to watch the other one? Was I? Because you see what? See, was, listen, let me give you a back, bit of backstory. I'm being a little bit sneaky here, mate. So when I sat down to watch Bride and Prejudice, I looked it up. Guess how long it was? No, it's not. Two hours and two minutes. Get out. And what's the one Hold rule on we second. have on Stitch Up? No, mate. What's the you one rule? You can't do that. Why two minutes? Are you really going to do that? You're making me so angry. (laughs) (laughs) It says 111 minutes on on Letterboxd. Oh, does it? So if you go on Amazon, it says two hours, two minutes. That's probably including credits. Oh, well, who knows? There's different cuts of the films. But on my one, it said two hours, two minutes, which exceeds the two-hour limit for Stitch Up, I do believe. So what I did is I watched Pride and Prejudice and Zombies instead. No, mate. That does not include... (laughs) That's not... So Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, Listen, there's a twist coming up here, mate. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is total fucking garbage. Uh, I made it 42 minutes in, switched it off and put on Bride and Prejudice. Good. <laughs> so I did it. You pissed me off. <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to piss you off. I, honestly, like I was, my whole, my plan for the whole you week was, was to watch Pride and Prejudice. And yeah, it was reverse stitch <laughs> up. Reverse it. I could have played that card. I could have done it. Um, but it was, to be honest, it's only because the zombies version was total rubbish. that I sort of decided to go for the other one. And I thought maybe uh, it's the f- it might be an improvement, uh, but it wasn't an improvement. They did a lot of things in song. Um, so I, I guess I better get serious now and t- tell you about the actual yeah. film that I watched. Go so on. Bride and Prejudice, two hours and two minutes long. IMDb. According to Wikipedia, 111 I'm, minutes. IMDb says two hours, two minutes. Um, 2004. So, uh, believe it or not, this is a modern ad- adaptation of Jane Austen's classic novel, uh, Pride and Prejudice. Saeed from Lost is in it for a bit. I don't know if you ever caught Lost, but yes. he's in it. So, he's put in, it was in pretty much the first scene. I thought, oh, all right. Um, there's a dude in it, what was in EastEnders. Uh, he, I don't know his real name, I'm ashamed to say, but his name in EastEnders was Masood. I once walked past him once in Leicester Square. True story. So, I mean, Pride and Prejudice. I mean, it's, I've seen it all before. It's a story. Man uh, fancies woman. Woman fancies man. Uh, maybe it's inappropriate. Maybe it's an inappropriate relationship. Maybe there's some resistance. Let's sing a song about the resistance. Maybe there's a bit of struggle. Let's sing a song about the struggle. Um, and it's just basically song, song, song. The songs are very cheesy in this. Uh, the first song that they played was in, 
after about six minutes, right? And I wrote down a lyric because it made, it made me laugh. Um, the lyric goes like this. And it's, it's, it's the, the boys are singing a song to the girls. And they're doing their dancing. And one thing, choreography was, 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 was pretty good. And I guess that's yeah. basic, really, in a, in a film like this. The choreography's got to be on point. At least, I don't know mm-hmm. anything about dance or choreography, but they moved their, their limbs around very well, and it was very, very <laughs> nice to look at. They, did, um, they pat the dog and put the light bulb on really well. Yeah. What, I mean, that, someone said that in a film. Someone said, is that a thing? <laughs> that's like a, that's how you dance. The, the way of dancing Bollywood Bollywood oh. dancing is you're turning the light bulb and you're patting the dog. And that's that. That's that. <laughs> you could, you guys can't see it, but I'm showing Dan what <laughs> how it looked like. Uh, but yeah, so uh, like I was saying that they, they were doing a song. It's like as with any musical, I guess, is they have a bit of a talk about what they're thinking and feeling, and then they sing a song about it. Uh. I can't really get invested in, in musicals because for some reason, just the telling a story in song, which is surprising really, but I just don't find it very appealing. Yeah, so one of the first lyrics was, ooh, these girls are sharp as knives. Um, they move too fast for us to grab. I, just, I thought it was very, very odd. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very odd. Um, I think that's as, as bad as it got, to be honest with you. But it just made me laugh that that was in the, in the first song. I, I, in order to get through this a little bit quicker, I watched it at 1.5 speed. And I will say that quite a lot of the dancing in this was already quite fast paced. And so watching it at 1.5, it was pretty crazy. It was like, I don't know, I was, I was knackered by the end of it. It was an onslaught of dance moves and lyrics um, and people just waving their arms about. And it was, like I said, the choreography was in... I don't use the term enjoyable. It'd be wrong of me to say that because it's not my thing, but I appreciated it, I guess is the term I'm looking for. Um, But the love story, I mean, you can fuck off with that, mate. It's Mr. Darcy (laughs) loves um, Lolita, I think her name was, and she's meant to be marrying a dude. uh, But really the other two want to get married and uh, then there's fist fight. And I mean, what what, what can I say? What can I say? It's been done a million times. To be fair, I've never watched a, a version of Pride and Prejudice, and now I've seen two, or one, one and a half. Um, listen, I, I don't want to bash this film too much because a few people have said to me that it's all right, and uh, maybe maybe it is all right, uh, but it's just it's just not for me, mate. So I'm going to cut it short because it's just going to be a bunch of me saying I don't like musicals, I don't like singing, I don't like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, how many times can I say that? I don't. I don't want to keep keep bashing it. I don't want to keep bashing the film. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Singing, dancing, not my thing, mate. Um, I'm gonna rate this film. Um, I'm gonna rate it one star. Wow! Holy shit! For the choreography, it was quite. It was played quite absurd in some places. Um. But I found it to be over the top, cheesy. Um, the songs were very fucking cheesy in places. And it's just not my cup of tea. Not, it's just, this couldn't be any further from what I would consider a piece of entertainment. I, I don't want to be that harsh to it, but I really don't, can't think of anything else that I liked about it. I liked the fact that I got through it in half the time because I watched it at 1.5, but that's really got nothing to do with the film. It's just more <laughs> my viewing experience. Because it had to be under two hours. Yes. 
Right. I'm done. Pride and Prejudice, mate. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Goodbye. That was an odd review. I sort of <laughs> was a bit naughty with that one, wasn't I? But, you know, I won't start right. with another one. I'll so. do, I will do the same with next week's review. If you lose. feeling I've lost. No, you don't know. You don't know that, mate. You don't know what happened in the period. Mm, so, next poll then. Um, it was my turn to put the poll on. And what we chose mm-hmm. was, you chose for me, Zoltan, Hound of Dracula. And I chose for you, a talking cat. As is tradition with my polls, I forgot to put it on until last night. So Very late. Yeah, very late. I think you were probably in probably in a land of slumber when I put this on, I would say. Um, which might work out well for me, I don't know. But I'm always a little bit worried because I put it, put the poll on and if it goes on and I know that all you lot over the in the other side of the world are all sleeping, I know that when I wake up there's a good chance that the poll would have would have would have would change somewhat. But mm. so I put this so I put this poll on. Um we had twenty votes in total. I didn't vote until this morning because I wanted to see how it was going. The first vote was against me. So it's 1-0 and I thought, oh, here we go. Here we go. And then vote two, vote three, vote four, vote four, five, vote six, vote seven. All for Nicole. Got to like about 9-1, 9-2. Then I see that you woke up and then you voted and it went to like 9-3. The final result of Zoltan versus a talking cat. 15 votes say that okay. Nicole should watch a talking cat. I did a I did a sneaky and I went on to my close I did like a close friends. I was like, oh I'll see if that if <laughs> I can maybe get some people on my side. And then I looked at the votes and like, well, this is gonna do fucking nothing. So I just <laughs> deleted the post anyway. <laughs> oh good. It's good, mate. It's good. And you're oh. so mean, dude. You can't Why? just fucking put arrows on yours. No, I never do that with yours. I didn't say that you can't do that. Listen, influence is has always been a part of Stitch Up. From day one, you can influence. You can't cheat. We can, we've got one vote each where we can vote for each other and then you can influence. It just makes it a bit more interesting, I think, doesn't it? Okay. Was you annoyed with that? Were you? <laughs> were you? I've not, I mean, I've done it before. <laughs> What? Done what? Voted twice? No, I've tried to, to like, <laughs> direct people to vote for you. I yeah. didn't vote twice, I voted once. I never I vote twice. Because I can't have forgotten to log into my other Instagram. That's the main reason. All right. I'm watching a talking cat. I am. Um, I told you during the week, I put, I put the trailer on and I had to switch it off because it fucking, it, it looks, it does look shit. Yeah, but like, like bad in the room kind of way, I would say. Might be quite funny to watch. Okay, so you're going to be watching our talking cat. Brilliant. Um, next poll. You got one in mind? You can go first, mate. I've gone first for the past three goes. So. Well, I, I didn't realise until, um, until this morning, mate, that a talking cat... Oh, you... Sort of started a bit of a franchise, mate, I think this did, because uh, there's another film called A Talking Pony. <laughs> which is which is what I'm choosing for you, mate. A Talking Pony? Brilliant. And hopefully it is a oh, lot of pony. Okay. 
Hmm. You are you are getting very sneaky on this stitch up. Listen, sisters. listen. I thought I was being kind because you know you watch Brain Dead and that's pretty gorific. Is that a word? Gorific? I'm fucking taking it. If it ain't, it was gorific. Um, I, it must exist. Someone's coined that before. Uh, if not, I'm having it. Trademark, um, Dan. Yeah, so I, I, I had purposely haven't chosen a horror for you. I, I'm going. I may return to the horror next week, but I wanted to give you a couple of weeks off of horror. So in my mind, I was trying to be nice to you, mate. Okay, that's fine. I'm. I'm just gonna go with how I was gonna go. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. I shouldn't be nice to you, but I'm gonna be nice to you. I'm gonna give you an option. Ooh. Okay, this is interesting. This is your two choices, mate, and I'm not giving you the titles. I'm giving you the option of what, which way you want to go. Okay. So the choice is either romance or inspired by Radio Gore Press's previous episode. What do you want to go for? Inspired by Radio Gore Press's last episode. That's the one you're going for? I, I'm listen. I'm just trying to work out in my head what I think that is. I think I know what that is, mate. Uh, so romance. I mean, listen. You've sort of forced me into a corner, really, haven't you? When am I ever going to choose romance? Is it? Can you <laughs> give me any more hints? What is it? A romance stroke no. horror? Is it a romance stroke sci-fi? Is it a romance stroke anything else that's infinitely more interesting than standalone romance? I'm not you. <sighs> All right. Well, listen. Give me the core press one. I'll have that one. All right. I'm very happy with that. I, I, I know what it is, mate. I know what it is. Go on, hit me. You don't. You honestly don't know what it is. Well, actually, guess guess what it is, because I, w- I want to hear what you think it is. Well, it's Return of the Living Dead 5, isn't it? No. <laughs> no? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. You chose the worst option out of the two. Oh, what is it? What is it? What is... I'm fucking intrigued now. Oh, go on, put me out so my misery. this week, I, I listened to it was it was only it was Sarah and Rosie on the podcast this week, and um, yeah, they mentioned about Furbies, long Furbies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this a film? And it's actual, it's an actual toy. It looks they look freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, and then I was like, is there a Furby film? What? <laughs> is there a Furby film? There's a few, actually. Oh, brilliant. <sighs> so What's I chose Furby, Furby Island for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Furby Island. I had no yeah. idea they made films about Furbies. It's quite oh. short, I have to say, so you're... If you do lose next week, it's not too. Pa- it won't be too painful in length. You were film. just giving me a hard time about being sneaky on the stitch up, and you've been very sneaky to me on more than one occasion. So I think I was well within my rights to be a little bit sneaky back. <laughs> I think you're ahead on the sneaky scale now, mate. I think I've got to do some sneakiness to match your sneakiness. You're very <laughs> sneaky because you were you were making you were trying to make me think that you that you were going to go for Return of Living Dead Five. That's what you wanted me to think, wasn't it? Maybe. I mean, the romance, it might come up on a different, on a different day. I'm sure it will. But if you did, if you did choose the romance, I feel like everyone would have gone for my film anyway. So 
A talking pony, was it? <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah, mate. A talking, a talking pony. <laughs> We're getting very competitive in this section, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, it's because we've been locked up for so long. We're taking the aggression out on each other. <laughs> We did, we did another episode, we got through it. So next time we're going to be doing British v Australian films. Or Australia versus British films, however you like to. Yeah, I mean, it. you could do it any way around, really. But the right way is to say British first. So we're, we're doing 24-hour party people in two hands. And you're going to be watching A Talking Cat. Mm. The poll is going to be uh, A Talking Pony. Or oh, sorry, A Talking Pony versus <laughs> Furby Island. <laughs> uh, and that's going on your poll uh, this time, isn't it? So yep. that'll be on your poll tomorrow or right now. So head over to your Instagram to vote on that. Uh, speaking of which, what is your what what are your sign offs? What, what are, are my handles, socials? Mate? Um, my socials are Nika Creative or Chica Nika on Instagram. If you want to uh, more information about shorts, you can go to nikacreative.com and there'll be an article on all the shorts that we've mentioned mm. over the past two episodes as well. Awesome. Are you going to have some links on there as well? Yeah. If you click, if you just click on the actual name of the title of the film, it'll take you straight to the uh, YouTube link. Oh, very efficient. Clickety click. I like it. Are you going to yeah. have clicky sound effects? Oh, yeah. Good. I like it. I, I look for. I look forward to. I, I always do this. I look. I look forward to. I look. <laughs> stop laughing. We've got to do the sign-off bit now. I'll start. It's the coffee. It's when I have too much coffee. I just start talking fucking absolute nonsense. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your your blog because I know that Film Foods was asking after a list of the the short films as well. So it'd be nice to have a little place yeah. to go and check them out. Um, and yeah, head over to your Instagram for the poll to vote for a talking pony for Nicole to watch a talking pony. My, if you want to catch up with me, I, I'm, hey. if, if you want to catch up with me, I'm on Instagram at flick.face, uh, Twitter or flick underscore face. Email the show at twinpixpod at gmail.com. Give us ideas for themes or stitch ups. Stitch ups are always welcome for Nicole only. Especially for Dan. <laughs> that's it we've done it should we go because uh, someone's coming around to view my flat shortly and i need to get it cleaned up oh. and open the windows and get rid of that man smell i better get on to the concord and get to your place then oh is it you visit are you gonna buy it are you <laughs> yep I'll, I'll take cash only or i will take take tim tams i will trade tim tams for it all right done well if it's tim tams sorted all right i don't want five billion tim tams I don't know how big a suitcase is. You get sick of Tim Tams by that point, I think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I'll, I'll, maybe, I'll get through the first billion quite easily, I think. Maybe I'll switch Tim Tams for penguins. No, you don't won't you. notice. No, <laughs> Tim Tams, I must say, if we're going down the Oz v. Bricks route, I think Oz have smashed it with the Tim Tams. Penguins are not a, they're not a patch on Tim Tams, are they? Like I had penguins, yeah. and when I tried a Tim Tam, I was like, well, I'll never go going back to penguins again. Yeah. It's in the whole new world. We're done. Should we go? We're done. We're done. Yeah. So if you could make it this far, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll catch up with you all next week. Bye. Bye. Chuck Chuck Norris. Bye. Bye, Chuck Norris. Bye, Chuck Norris. Do you think he's listening? He's he's probably not listening, is he? Imagine. We should get him as a guest. (laughs)
We should try. <laughs> He's definitely going to say no. 